Well, good evening, everyone. How are you doing? Happy Friday Eve, because it's Thursday, and it's, you know, almost, we made it through the week. Yay. It's been a minute since I've been able to record. It's it's hard, too, when you have a 12-year-old in your house who likes to think he is a part of everything that he plays and watches, so you hear yelling or something in the background please do not be alarmed it is my 12 year old even though I've told him that I am recording and I need him to be quiet but like I said he's 12 and he's going on 35 so (laughs) that's how that's going to go so you know I have a question what would you say is the most difficult relationship to have and I don't know if I want to say difficult or challenging or maybe another word I just can't think of right now like is it a romantic relationship like you trying to coincide with another significant other is it a friendship you know you and your friends trying to figure that out or is it like a family member Like that type of relationship, like what would be, what would you consider like a difficult relationship to have, right? It's just something I've been thinking about. And for myself, honestly, I really am not sure. That's why I'm asking you lovely people who are listening, what would you you consider a difficult relationship? I mean, there are all challenging in their own ways right like a romantic relationship it is two imperfect people coming together trying to figure out ways of coinciding and figuring things out right you have your quirks they have their quirks and you're trying to figure out how you could be quirky together and kind of not get on each other's nerves in a sense (laughs) And then, you know, you have your friendships, you have your best friends, you have your friends, you have your associates, and you have people that are kind of like just there, I guess, you know, um, you, you, I guess, yeah, that's basically what I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And then you have, you know, like those family relationships, your mom, your dad, siblings, cousins, aunties, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, you know, just, just that whole ordeal, right? Like, I feel like when you have those family relationships, those tend, and even sometimes even, and it can go with friendships too, because you get those, those true friends that, you know, you've known each other since second, third grade, not everybody is privy to have someone that long in their life, like, oh, I've known them since the second grade, right? So it kind of coincides a little bit with the family relationship. But it's like with family, they're there at birth, right? Not all, but some, majority. They're there at birth. So they see you as this little tiny person and they watch you grow up, right? And so sometimes it's hard to take you know, you out of that little kid bubble, right? It's like 
all they're doing is looking at you as the little person you were. You know, they see you as that 5, 6, 10, 12, whatever year old person. And they're not looking at you as you're a whole grown ass person living on your own, paying your own bills, not asking them for much. But they still look at you as a little kid. Right. Or even in friendship, someone you've known since, you know, second, third grade or whatever. And you both grow up and you have your own experiences in life. Sometimes they coincide, sometimes they don't. But then they still look at you at what you were. Let's say something took place, you know, six, seven years ago, you know, and it affected them in some kind of way. But they're still looking at you in that in that space. So it's it's hard to get out of that. So it, I guess those two kind of coincide with each other. But sometimes I feel like having that family relationship can be a bit challenging because of that. Because they're looking at you. Oh, you know, I've known you since you were yay high. Or, you know, I used to babysit or wipe your butt or whatever the case may be. They're still looking at you at that little person's age, right? They're not looking at the fact that you are fully grown and you are on your own and you're caring for yourself or you're caring for your own kids or married or whatever the case may be, right? So then they get in their feelings about certain things because then the whole thing of you've changed, right, comes about. And someone is always quick to be like, ooh, you different. Ooh, you change. Ooh, you don't act, you know, like something of that sort. Family, friend, whatever. Even a significant other that always, like, right, comes into play. I mean, all the relationships, in a way, are have their own challenges. And it's hard to, I guess, really pick what which one is more challenging than the next. They all kind of kind of fight for number one I guess because you just you never know where somebody is in in their in their life in their space someone is always trying to keep you right in whatever negative space you might have been in in your life um and I guess what made me you know even have this question is because I've been reflecting you know it's I don't want to say new year new me because it's still the the same me and I love me but it's just like sometimes you just sit back and you just think about certain things that's like taking place and you know five years ago I went through a change in (laughs) in my personal life I was in I was engaged to be married i.e. that did not happen so someone was not loyal in in the relationship but when that took place and we will I will diverge in that um later at some time trying to put all those quartz and stuff together (laughs) see square moment but I will diverge in that but When that took place, you know, I was in my own mindset, my own thing. And it was only certain people, you know, that I wanted to tell. Of course, you know, the wedding party itself had to tell them what was going on. Right. But then it was just, you know, you just sent out that blast message to people going, hey, 
canceled, postponed, whatever. I don't remember exactly what I said, but you got the gist of it's not happening, right? And then, you know, you have those who you feel are legitimately there and are coming to you out of, I want to make sure you're okay. And then you have those who are coming to you out of nosiness and just wants to see how miserable you are and keep you there, right? Because they want to see you upset. They don't want to see you at your high. They want to see you at your low. So that's what kind of made me think about this question. Just going over, going over, you know, like my own experience says that I've been having the past couple years and just interactions with friends, interactions with significant others, interactions, well, ex-significant others, interactions with family members. And it's like, you, you get to see how people see you. So then in some sort of way, you start to question yourself. Sometimes you sit back and you want to go, is it me? But those relationships that you have with those people that that does that right, you tend to get in your head and you figure out you try no you're trying to figure out if something is wrong with you. Could I have done something different? Did something different? You know. Um, then you have those you know who are there and who are looking like no, it's not you. You're fine. You did good. You did nothing wrong. You know. You're doing the best that you can. In this moment, so don't don't put yourself down. Don't make yourself feel any kind of way. Then you know you have those ones that want to call it quote unquote keeping secrets and not telling you, not telling them, you know, your business. And on one hand, want to say I allow people to feel what they want to feel, but then on the other half, you know, you get upset because no one is telling you you know, their business by any chance. Ooh, excuse me. You know, so it's just like, it just makes you, you think, you know, about this, the different type of relationships and how do you set the boundaries in those relationships, especially when it comes to like family, because everyone is so quick. And I know in my community, the African-American, you know, we are quick to be like, well, blood is thicker than water. Eh, not really, but okay. Um, you know, we're easy to throw that around or, you know, we're the first to make someone in our family feel some kind of way because of the accomplishments that they may have had. Or, you know, if they win, let's say someone wins the lottery, right? It's always the the family members would be like, see, you got all that money. Now you didn't change. Well, no, I'm still the same. It's just that you asking me for something and I'm saying, no, you didn't think I was going to say no, but I am. So now I changed because I'm not giving you, you mad because I'm not giving you my money. You know what I'm saying? So you have those. So it just really makes you think just overall, all the type of relationships and let's not forget the biggest relationship of all is a relationship with a mother and their child. I don't think that one is difficult. I think out of all of them, I feel like that's 
maybe the easiest one to my knowledge. I mean, because this is someone like, you know, you've birthed, you had that person inside of you, you've had those conversations. So you tend to know each other, you know? So, but I mean, I'm not going to say it's not challenging because being a mother alone has its challenges in, in itself. But when your kid is of a younger age, it's not the relationship is, is not hard to my opinion. And I could be wrong. Everybody has, you know, feel whatever, however they want to feel. I'm just saying for me, like with me and my son, I don't feel like that relationship, that bond was not hard for us to, to have, you know, cause it's been me and him, of course, since the beginning, but it's like, you just think about all the other relationships and then it's trying to keep up with those relationships. I will gladly admit here right now. I have my hand up and I'm saying, hi, my name is Ashley and I am not the best keep in toucher (laughs) when it comes to friends and following up. Like I will send you a message out the blue. Hey, how are you doing? Thinking about you. And then we could talk for, I don't know, five minutes texting each other back and forth. And then at the end of it, we go, oh my God, we can't keep doing this. We have to meet up, we got to be more better, we have to be better, sorry, you know, with catching up with each other, we should get together real soon, and that's how you end the conversation, right, and then three, four months pass, and there you go again, you starting all over again, oh my god, I miss you, da, 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 so that's me, I am bad at that, I don't mean to be bad at that, let's just be real, I think with COVID, and I know that's not an excuse, but I think with COVID, it just, we all got in our little bubbles and it was just hard to get out of that bubble. You know, that just helped keep the distance a little long. Oh, nope, COVID can't get, you know, can't get too near. Oh, you coughing. Oh, COVID. So it's just like, it kind of helped keep people at a distance and we are keeping people at a distance. But let's, I was an introvert before. COVID happened, so I'm not going to say that's the main um, reason that I do that. It's just that's, you know, I, I want to get better, and I will say I will get better, but will I? Get, <laughs> will I get better? You know, you have that friend who lives, what, 10 minutes not even that away from you, but you text each other and you don't, and you don't meet up and you both have kids and it's like, Oh, let's get them together so they can leave us the hell alone. We, you know, you're not even taking advantage of that. Right. So it's just like, I'm, I want to get better. I will try to get better. My therapist has already gotten on me, you know, reaching out, having that conversation, having that communication with people doing stuff for me and not just always being a mom or being Ashley at work, you know, be the, be who you were before you were a mother, you know, so trying to get back to that, but that, you know, that's just something that, you know, 
I've been thinking about just, you know, what does everybody think about just the different relationships and which one is more challenging for you? Because we all have our challenges is, you know, maybe a significant other type of relationship that's more challenging for you and everything else is easy breezy. Or maybe, you know, the family one is just like, oh my God, I can't stand these people. Get them away from me. And then every, and then the other two are easy. Or maybe having, having that friendship, you know, building that bond with someone is challenging for you. Or let's be real. Maybe all three are challenging and you yourself are just trying to figure out as a person, right? Where do I fit in? That's possible as well. Because, okay, y'all, let's just be real about everything at this point. When we're born, right, there is no manual. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't go into a bookstore and grab a book off a shelf and it has my name on it and tips and tricks of getting through your life, you know. And I can't go to chapter 35 in this book to figure out what to do or where I'm going to end up or which direction to go into, right? Like it doesn't, it does, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Do they have self-help books? Yes. Do they have books to help you with motherhood? Yes, they have, but there is no book just for you. Like there is no book with your name on it, with everything you're going to go through to help you, guide you through what your life is. We're born into this world with no manual and to just get up, grow up and figure this shit out on a daily basis. Every day we wake up, it's a new day, right? It's either I'm going to learn something new or I'm going to mess up or I'm going to mess up and then and also in the process learning something new or I'm not gonna learn anything at all or somebody's gonna irritate me or I'm gonna learn something or you're gonna learn something about yourself you're gonna learn something about somebody else it's just we ultimately you know we don't know we don't know and it's frustrating and it's hard and it's here we go adulting right and it 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 sucks because you're born into this world you have to figure all you have to figure out all these relationships with all these different people and in the mix of trying to figure out those relationships you are trying to figure out yourself right and how do I fit in with these relationships and how do I make these relationships work and what type of boundaries do I set in these relationships do how do I get my point across without coming off bitchy or how do I say this without trying to make it seem like I'm trying to shoot the other person down or how can I make them realize that they hurt my feelings in some kind of way without coming to them in a negative way, but I just want to get my point across. I think that's where a lot of communication lacks because it's like, I want to tell you this, but I don't know how to tell you this, or I want to tell you this, and I'm really not in the mood to have an argument. And, and what I say all the time 
And it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Like, you can come to me and you can voice your opinion or whatever. But if you're coming to me out of pocket, I'm not going to receive it in the way that you probably wanted me to receive it. I'm going to, look, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to get into defense mode. But if you come at me and you're kind and you curse or whatever, like, I can look at you and tell, oh, my God, this is serious. You are me, you know, like. There is not a mean, malicious bone in your body in the moment of you telling me whatever it is that you have to tell me. That I'm going to sit, I'm going to receive it, I'm going to listen, I'm going to take in everything that you're saying and do my damnedest to make sure that doesn't happen again, to make sure your feelings are valid, and then to figure out the next plan of moving on so it doesn't happen. these different relationships and trying to figure yourself out in the time being that is hard as hell I am still trying to figure that out you have people in their 60s in their 70s in their 80s probably still trying to figure this out I think the best thing which is awesome is to talk to an older person talk to a person who you know they're in their 80s and their 90s because they lived it, right? And it's nice to get their point of view and just to see, you know, what helped them in their time. But it may work for you. It may not. And that's the other thing, too. It's like just because that worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. But it is nice to sit down and talk and just to get their perspective on life and maybe grab something from it and figure out, okay, Maybe I will try that and not being afraid to be open in trying something new. You know, it's just what I would love as a whole for everyone to just be kind to each other. Because none of us knows. We're all trying to figure this out. We Everybody wakes up the next day, no matter what time zone <laughs> that you are in. And you just want the best for yourself right unless you are just a vindictive person I truly do not believe that everybody wakes up going I want to fuck up somebody's life today or I want to fuck up my life today like I don't believe people do that I believe people wake up with the best intentions they pray whoever whatever your religion is you talk you know you wake up, you do it, you put all that goodness in your heart, and you try to put your best foot forward in that day. We all fall, we all stumble, it's how you get up, it's how you take it, it's how you move on from it, absolutely. But like I said, there is no manual to this. There is no manual to life, there is no a manual, a manual to adulting. There is no manual on how for you yourself to coincide with all of these different relationships that we have with other people. Some people have good examples of relationships. Some don't. So we can't get upset that I like to do things a certain way because when I was growing up, that's what I was shown, right? You wasn't shown that way, or you were shown a way a different. You were shown a different way, but you're mad at me, or even vice versa. I'm mad at you because you're not seeing it the way 
that I do it or vice versa, right? We have to be open-hearted and kind to each other to just take the time to listen and see where each one is coming from because we're trying. This life is trying. Everything is getting up the next day and trying to be better than you were the day before, right? Learn something new, what, whatever. I don't care what relationship it is. Significant other, best friend, friend, acquaintance, family, mom, dad. I don't care. I think the greatest thing that can happen in any relationship is that you learn something new about that person that you didn't know, no matter how long you've known that person. Like, when I learn something new about my mother, I think that's amazing because it's like, you're my mother. You know, I know pretty much everything about you, but I didn't know, you know, but wow, that's some new information. I have like three best friends, you know, and it's amazing to me when I find out information about them that I didn't know. Granted, I've known them each a different, not the same amount of time. You know, one friend I've known since sophomore year of high school, you know, another one I met after my son was born. And then the other one I met when I moved here to Austin. So it's like, you know, I've known them in different points of times in my life. But I am amazed when I talk to them and I find out something new that I didn't know. You know, because we're all going through different things of life. We're all in different positions that we can help each other. So I think that is amazing. You know, when you talk to someone that you've known and they tell you something and you sit back and you go, well, when you start doing that, you know, and not making them feel bad about it, you know, not in a bad way, but in a way like, oh my God, okay, I didn't know that's how you felt or, oh shit, I didn't know. You like country line dance. You know what I'm saying? Like something <laughs> that you wouldn't think that they <laughs> that they would say. That's about me, by the way. I like country line dancing. I would love to go country line dancing. Just throwing that out there. I feel like that would be an awesome time. Um, but yeah, just, you know, learn something. When you learn something new, because like, we're trying in all these relationships, <clears throat> every person is trying to put their best foot forward. Sometimes it works, right? Sometimes it doesn't. If it doesn't, that's okay. It's it's all right. You try. And it took me a minute to even get to that point of life where you know what? It didn't work. Yes, I put that much amount of time in it. But. I got something great out of it, right? I learned about myself. I learned more about myself. You still learn something about the other person if it's negative or good. But then, you know, the takeaway of it, you know, it could be a child. It could be a puppy. It could be like what, whatever the takeaway is from the relationship. It's always something positive that can come out of it. I never understood And this is for like, you know, lovers 
a romantic relationship. I never truly understood how you can be with someone, right? And then it doesn't work out. But the hatred that you have for that other person. Now, I'm not saying that whatever they did was right, correct, whatever. I'm not, I'm not taking anybody's size. But when there's children involved, right? Oh, sorry, excuse me. I never, I never understood like how you could just have that much hatred Unless they physically did harm to you, you know, and beat, put their hands on you, mentally abused you, mentally abused your child, like anything outside of abuse of a person. I never really understood like how you can have hatred for someone. Not saying that you need to be lovey-dovey, but you know, like if they cheat and just, you know, oh my God, I'm not saying that at all, but there should be some type of respect for each other because you made a child with that person you know what I'm saying like you like that person enough to lay with them now if they are non-existent in the child's life I understand the what the the lack of but there is no relationship there there if that's not a relationship so having anything to say to that person, I get it. It's like, I don't know what to say to you. I don't, because we don't have a relationship for us to even have a decent conversation with each other. You know, like you're a stranger to me. I could talk to a stranger in the line at Walmart for like two minutes while we're standing there, but that doesn't make a relationship. That was just a two minute conversation. And we went our separate <laughs> are separate ways after that that's how you know you look at that person and I get that but I mean with someone that you are in a relationship with lovey-dovey whatever you know now all of a sudden you can't stand them right I don't know what happened I don't know what took place I don't know you know somebody probably cheated on somebody I get that that sucks right believe me I know that sucks but it's just the the hate, you know, because you never want that. You never want to express that in in front of the kids, in front of your child, or you know, however, kid kids, because you don't want them to take on that hatred for the other the other person. You know, you don't want them to feel like, well, you know, oh well, dad talks to you any kind of way, so. I feel like I could talk to you any kind of way too. Or or mom says this about you. So I feel like I can repeat it. Because his mom, you know, mom said it. So it's like, that's the only thing, you know, that I never quite grasp. If someone can help me understand it, I am open <laughs> to learning what I don't know. I have my own experiences, you know. And luckily, you know, it it's not that way, you know. Don't get me wrong. Are there moments where I want to throat punch someone? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm human. I feel, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want hatred in my heart, you know, and I don't want them. I don't, I don't, 
want anybody to have hatred in in their heart. I don't feel like that's a good place to be because how can you grow as an individual when you're walking around with that in your heart? And then let's be real, that that's not stopping the other person from doing whatever it is that they're doing. You know, like let's just be completely completely clear. No matter what the relationship is, no matter what happened, that you are not talking to someone. You're not talking to, you know, your aunt or you're not talking to a cousin or you're not talking to a friend or whatever. You had this blowout or whatever, right? But you walking around, it's five years, six years later, and you still, you know, you still walking walking around mad and pissed and somebody say their name, the mention of their name, your whole body language just changed, right? What does that do besides ruin your mood or however you felt in that moment, right? But that's not stopping the other person from doing whatever it is that they're doing. It's not that the moment that somebody mentions their name to you and you get upset that they feel it and they stop dead and they tracks and go, oh, I fucked up. I remember when. I screwed over so-and-so, and I mean, I can feel they mad at me right now, so let me, like, that doesn't happen. As much as we want that to happen, right, as much as we want the hurt and the pain and everything that's been done to us within whatever relationship to bounce off of us and go on to that other person, that's not how it works. So holding on to that and not letting yourself grow is hurting you more than it's hurting the person who hurt you you know they're still doing whatever it is that you don't like or whatever happened they're still doing it just because you are mad or whatever that's not stopping them from doing it or it's not stopping them from you know living their life doing whatever it is that they want to do this you know it just comes to a, that's what you want to do. I respect myself enough to remove myself from this situation. I don't hate you. I don't wish you no it will. I want the best for you. But I can't be around you in the choices that you're making. So I'm going to remove myself from this situation. And you can do that. Don't have, don't let that hatred or whatever live inside of you because that's going to eat you up that's going to mess you up it's not going to do anything to the person right some people can grasp it some you know as humans as adults we're still learning how to do it it's life we still we're just guiding our ways through it like i say there there's not a manual in the bookstore with your name on it to help guide you through this as much as we want one to be because I would love one so I can jump you know maybe a year or two ahead you know what the plans that I have planned out right to take that book and go okay so that is gonna work out okay I just gotta be patient there there is no book like that as much as we would love it it just it doesn't exist it's just us every day in the world guiding ourselves through all these relationships 
trying to figure stuff out. I think you hear my son in the back. I am so sorry. <laughs> but we're just we're we're just trying to to live and figure stuff out, you know, even motherhood. Yeah, there are there are parenting books, you know, but whatever worked in that parenting book may not work for my kid, you know. So I really can't go off of that. The only thing I will say that I've done that I saw on TV that worked. Okay, so I don't know if anybody remember um, Super Nanny. I think that's what it was called. Crap. I think her name was Joe, and she would come to people's houses and help them with their kids, right? And then she did this thing where, where you were trying to get your child to sleep in their own bed or own crib or whatever. So moved from Chicago to Texas, right? And this first time my son will be sleeping in his own room, right? Not just his own crib. Cause I could get him to fall asleep in the crib, but he would be falling asleep in his own room for the first time. And you sit in the room and you let them cry it out. And then when they get done, you know, they fall basically soothe themselves to sleep. And then you leave the room. I did that for two nights. First night was hard. The second night, it was easy. The third night, okay, I think I did it for three nights. The third, the third night, I think I only had to be in there for like 10 minutes, maybe 15. He was out like a light. So it's the only thing that I'll say I saw on TV and I tried it and it worked. I was like, ooh, this is awesome. I got him to sleep in his own bed. Oh, this is great. Close the door. He was out like a light. So I do. Look, I don't recommend a lot. But you have babies and you're trying to get them, wing them off of being in your room and being in your bed. I do suggest trying that just to see if that works for your kid. Worked on mine. Loved it. He was great. So I will. that little tidbit that little snip snippet that I wanted to share I am sorry that's like the third time I didn't burped and it's I'm I'm sorry look I do it I'm human people don't like look I burp you know I'm sorry it's it's gonna happen um but that was just you know a little something that I wanted to share tonight it's been a minute since I recorded I'm going to get better with my recordings because this is something I really enjoy doing. I really like doing this and talking to you guys and those listening. I appreciate the support, love from Texas to wherever it is that you are listening from. Either you're back in my hometown, Chicago. I appreciate it. Or down the street from me. Love you. Love it. Appreciate it. Maybe, you know, someone will join me. On one of my episodes. I think that would be so great. So awesome to get some guests. And then have that conversation. Going back and forthness. And getting other people's opinions. I think that will be great. I think you learn a lot from someone. When you take that time to talk to someone. Like you know. I was saying earlier. <laughs> learn something new. Learn something that you did not know. About the other person. In your life. Just guiding your way. Through all the relationships that you have. Once again, let me know 
what you feel like is, you know, the most challenging relationship that you may have. You know, you can email me. I'll put the email in the description for this episode. You reach out to me, send me DMs. Also, I'm on TikTok, all that fun stuff. All that will be in the description of this episode. Let me know how, you know, what do you feel like is the most challenging? I may even address it on a different, on another episode, depending on how many, how many responses that I get. Everybody know that you are loved. Know that you are blessed. Know that you got this. Know that you are not the only one. We are all here learning as we grow. We are all here screwing up (laughs) as we go. There is no manual. There is no book on this adulting shit. Love you. Appreciate you. Stay safe. Be blessed. Big hugs from me to you. Have a good one.